1: On. Locked, on. Locked. Locked, on. Locked. Locked on. Locked on. Locked on. Locked on. Locked on. Locked on.
3: Locked
1: on. Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, presented by Ten Ten. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier and joining me today as always is Landon McCool. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can listen to him on the Best Coast Boys Podcast, Landon. What is going on, sir?
3: Not much. We are uh, careening towards a, a highly anticipated uh, yeah. battle between the uh, the. You know, two champions of a division right now, uh, top top of the division. They're 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 really gonna battle it out for supremacy. I, I cannot I can't do this anymore. Uh, it, yeah. Well, it, hey, listen,
1: the NFL the NFL moved <laughs> the Carolina Washington game uh, from the one p.m. Eastern slot to the four o five Eastern slot, which means. That this week's 16 game for the Cowboys is still meaningful. When they kick off on Sunday, <laughs> there's a chance that the Cowboys can still win this division, which is still absolutely nuts. And I, it's not going to happen. It's, right?
3: it's totally. It's, I mean, I, it was totally ridiculous that the Cowboys were in it five weeks ago. So the, the fact that they're still in it now is. Uh, it's beyond the payoff. So yeah, we're just going to continue on. Uh, And if it happens, then it happens. And it's going to, it's We will laugh at the ridiculousness (laughs) of the Cowboys being in the playoffs. Uh, But until then, let's, I I just want to kind of talk about the actual team itself, because this this season is just so ridiculous.
1: So if the Cowboys were to lose on Sunday, I'm pretty sure they're going to jump right back up into the top five of the draft order. Not for sure, but at least in the top six, if they win, there's a great chance that we're going into week 17 with a uh, chance for the Cowboys to get in the playoffs and host a playoff game. So uh, <laughs> co- co- quite the, quite a weird season. So uh, let's get to some of your Twitter questions. We're going to kind of uh, talk about some of the all 22 notes that we have and combine them with your questions. I want to start with one on Jordan Lewis Landon. A lot of people are curious about uh, what should the Cowboys do with Jordan Lewis. He's played pretty well. Uh, this one comes from Mister Little Baby Expert. Uh, Jordan Lewis mentioned in the spring summertime that he would love to play in a tight run Matthew, you know, hybrid role. Why shouldn't he be considered a third safety or a potential starter at free safety? Uh, Lewis is coming off a pretty good game against the 49ers. He is a free agent, you know, just a couple months, but, considering how he's played over the last couple of years and not a ton of snaps, it, you, maybe it makes sense to bring him back. What, what are you thinking about Lewis?
3: You know, I don't hate the idea generally of him. Pl- I mean, obvi- look, I, I have been screaming for him to play safety for a while, you know, and, I, and I'm yeah, certainly not yeah. alone. John Owning and you and, and other people have been uh, saying, I, or, I, don't, I can't speak for you, but I think you, uh, but we've been screaming for something similar for at least a lot this season. <laughs> You know, but but the thought process for me there is that I'm trying to get something out of Jordan Lewis that I wasn't getting from him as a cornerback, right? Like I, I just felt yeah. like yep. we're trying to fit a, uh, you know, trying to trying to get something out of this guy that's a little bit better than what we've been getting from him as a cornerback. I think he does a lot of things well uh, that. Uh, That, you know, a normal cornerback, Nickelback doesn't do well. He's physical. I think he's a good blitzer. I think he's a very good run player.
1: He's a
0: very good blitzer. Um, You
3: know, I think these are all things that have value and that he should be. Uh, availed of because we have his talents under contract and because that's what he kind of does best but he struggles in coverage at times uh mm-hmm. he's not great in in man situations to be honest um and and i think he you know really kind of is not a great outside player just because he's uh he can kind of get bullied at the point of attack and and and, and at when the ball arrives so uh, i i you know, I'm all for kind of trying Jordan Lewis out in this sort of role and seeing what we what we get out of him. Um, but I don't know that I'm interested in like re-signing him to try out this role. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I I, yeah. I I think that I agree with you that Jordan Lewis has played better these last few
1: weeks. But it's not somebody that you're making a priority yeah, in free agency. Yeah, right? I mean, to,
3: to me, it's more of like this. I, this is a good question, but I think it's a better question in the context of how do we get the most out of what we have left of Jordan Lewis? Not let's yes. not yes. let's uh, let's re-sign Jordan Lewis and try him out at this role because, you know, I, I think e- even in this kind of role, I think Tyron Matthews is still a better cover guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and so I think that's ultimately the job of a defensive back to cover. Uh, and so, I, I'm, like I said, I'm willing to try him out to try to you know, get something out of Jordan Lewis for the rest of the year, but I don't know that I'm really willing to re-sign him to try to plug him into this role.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think Lewis has been... He's had a really interesting career in Dallas. Because when he first came in, he played a ton of snaps and he played really well. As a rookie, he played 750 snaps for Dallas. Uh, And then over the next three years, it went from 193 in 2018. He played a ton of snaps in 2019, 590, and then 700 this year. And it seems like the more he plays, the more he gets exposed. and. You know, he's had some games and some moments where the effort's been a problem, right? Where he hasn't wanted to tackle. We've heard him complain about some of the scheme stuff before. I think for both parties, and again, he's playing much better now than he did earlier in the season. I I just think they're going to want to move on. And I think with the Cowboys ultimately having Anthony Brown under contract for the next couple of years, it probably doesn't make sense to spend any free agent dollars on a backup slot corner. Yeah. Um but again, if if you want him to be that third safety and he's willing to come back on a one-year prove-it deal at a really, really cheap price... I wouldn't hate it, but I just don't see that. Uh, happen,
3: I mean, right? honestly to be like, I think if you're asking me whether it's Jordan Lewis or it's Shadobi Awuzie, like I'm taking, I'm oh, it's taking not even Chido. Close. Like, and, and honestly, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Cheeto to do that role that we were just talking about for Jordan 100%. Lewis over Jordan Lewis, you know, because I think Cheeto is, at, uh, you know, maybe not an, an accomplished corner, but he's a much better corner, especially on the outside. Uh, and I think that, yeah, you know, he has some actual experience playing safety, uh, in college, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that his skill set matches what we're talking about a little bit better. So yeah, I, I mean, honestly, you said it. We've got Brown under contract already. Uh, I I think that there is some utility in re-signing someone like Cheeto just to kind of shore things up, and then maybe still drafting a cornerback high, right? Um, but mm-hmm. but I I don't know that I'm going out of my way to you know look money is the whole thing here I, 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 so if he's yep. if he's talking about coming back cheap then yeah okay on a minimum or a prove it deal maybe right that, that 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 changes the angles but you know market value for this player is probably not what we want to be paying and and, and honestly there just may be a little bit it, it may be time to move on from from this situation I, I
1: agree I also want to point out that the Cowboys, they, they've got, they really have a backup slot corner already on their team. He's just not playing this year. Maurice Kennedy, who they signed in the offseason, has been a pretty good slot cornerback you know, in the NFL with the Jets and the Ravens, he's on a one-year deal. Now, he opted out this season. Uh, he'll be able to come back at that same rate next year. So you have him as the maybe the cornerback four or cornerback five. You've got Trevon Diggs. We'll see if they bring back a wouzier They're certainly going to draft another corner. I, I just don't think there's going to be room here for Jordan Lewis after – uh, you yep. know, after free agency. And I think, again, I think there'll be somebody else that sees the talent, they see what he did at Michigan and earlier in his career, and will gamble on him. I just don't envision the Cowboys doing that. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we're going to talk about another young Cowboys
0: defensive back. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse well that's a move did you go back to school to get your degree that is a move did you relocate for a fresh start that quite literally would be a move or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today, make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax live parlays, teasers, props, whatever you're into,
1: betonline.ag has it. Again, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon, let's talk about Donovan Wilson. We touched on him on yesterday's show, uh, really starting to play well. Uh, This question comes from at uh, DFRUC5. He wants to know, is Donovan Wilson setting himself up to be a star in the NFL? What did you see after watching the All-22? You
3: know, I think that... The star is. Let, let's let let's let's stair step it up, right? Like like I think you know right now, it, he is without a doubt the starting safety on this team, right? Like I think he's sure. probably right now he may be playing the best safety of anyone on this team. Um, I think that you know being a superstar, that's that's a whole nother step. I mean, this is a guy that you know was a late round pick. Uh, you know, took mm-hmm. two to two years to kind of work his way into the defensive side of the football, even getting snaps. Uh, and then once he got snaps, has been making the most of them. So uh, I think it's a pretty good acceleration of 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 his situation. I think it's a pretty good, uh, pretty steep angle already uh, for him to be making it as. You know, from not considered starter to starter to best starter uh, at safety on this team. Uh, I think you know talking about him being a star or being a lead or you know top of the league. That that's sad. that's still several steps away from where he is. He's still. Very young player and and hasn't you know done taken a lot of snaps and you know I mean I think you go back and listen to what we were saying earlier in, in, in this month uh, when he was injured it, we were saying that you know really it's important that that he get back and 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 see more and more snaps just so he can kind of develop yep. a little yep. bit and I think that's where we are right like I, I think you are seeing a player that as he's getting more snaps and each week is playing better football each week um, and I think I think that that. Trend will continue um does he have the traits and the ability to 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 be a star i i mean i think he can i think he's got the 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 Physical talent. I think he's an uh, athletic enough to do it. Uh,
1: Looks like he's got some instincts I, I, to him. Now we've seen it in the NFL and in preseason and, and right? in college.
3: You know, he in college he, he yep. produced at the SEC. Uh, you know, A was not exactly the undefeated team that that we've seen this <laughs> year. Uh, but they but they were uh, you know a good football team, and he got good coaching. in you know, while he was there, so uh, I think he was overlooked a little bit because of of a drop in his play his last year in college. But if you go back to the the previous year in his in his college career, he was on a superstar trajectory. you know he was he mm-hmm. was so I think there's something there there with Donovan Wilson and, and that's kind of why I gleaned onto him early, right It's because I, 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 I've been seeing stuff from him uh, that, that made me think that he could get there. Now now that we're here, he, let's let him get on his trajectory. I mean, I, I think he's he, it's steep enough as it is. That, like I said, he's he's made his way to the starting lineup. Let's not uh, thrust stardom quite on him yet, because he is still making you know errors. Is he still uh, getting sucked in on play action near the goal line and allowing uh, receivers to go behind him? Right, he is still uh, uh, you know uh, a little bit too quick to pull the trigger uh, to come downhill sometimes. I, I think that. That he has the capability, the ability to do that to get to where to get to being a star, to maybe a uh, maybe the Cowboys' only Pro Bowler next year or something. Like, I, I, <laughs> I I think he has that that uh, that chance, and you know he'll get a ton of exposure because he's on the Cowboys. Uh, but I I don't think that we should quite be expecting that yet i think next year we should go in with the expectations that he's going to defend his starting spot uh and that hopefully Mm -hmm. he'll take kind of that next step to being a playmaker
1: Yeah, so according to Pro Football Focus, he's been, you know, a slightly above average safety this year, and that's fine. For a guy that didn't play at all really as a rookie, uh, that got injured earlier this season, and actually he just came out, you know, back from an injury, for him to be playing at a competent, solid level is all that you can ask for. As for the stardom part, I think you think hit the nail on the head. I think we just need to let him develop. They've got to find somebody, though, that can complement his skill set. That's got to be one of their biggest goals this offseason because I think that 49ers game is a perfect example of what he can and can't do, right? He can make the occasional play in coverage, but he's not somebody that you want always out there covering the top tight ends. He's just He's not going to be that consistent in coverage. They need to get him somebody that can kind of cover him up a little bit. Uh, and unfortunately later, there's just not that many of those guys out yeah. there, right? There's only a handful of safeties in the NFL today that can do that. Uh, but that'll be the Cowboys challenge, but so far so good for, for Wilson though, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, I think again, every time he steps on the field, it feels like he's getting better. And that's, that's a, that's a hell of a trajectory to have for a young mm. player.
1: All right, I want to ask you about one more Cowboys defensive back because you messaged me about two thirty, three thirty in the morning <laughs> one night, uh, complaining about Anthony Brown. Um, he did have an interception in this yeah. game, which kudos to him. But how did you think he played the rest of the game?
3: You know, I just think he's. I think he's been struggling a lot. You know, I, I mean, it's not just this game. I feel like he's really struggled the last few games, and um, you know, it's. I, I like Anthony Brown, and I think that he's. Uh, he's better than he's been playing this last these last few games, I'll say that. You know, and, and I think that part of it is obviously you know, he's not supposed to be the best corner on the field. But,
1: you know, no, he should really be the third yeah, best
3: corner. Yeah, and, and when you've got uh uh Diggs working his way back from injury, and Chidobi kind of finally getting there, and you know, getting his back way back from injury. There's just a lot of times when you see Brown matched up in situations where I feel like it's a mismatch, and I don't know if he's just if he's also dealing with that you know that rib injury, or if if there's something else going on. But I just feel like his play this year. Uh, especially these last few games has not, it's not been up to his standard. He necessarily, the interception was fantastic. That was great. Uh, but I just felt like there were a lot of times when I saw him confused, uh, chasing guys, you know, just not, not playing his best in coverage.
1: Yeah. I do think it's partly the, the injury, right? I mean, that's a rib injury for a corner is pretty rough considering how physical that position can be, especially in the slot. Um, But I I still believe in the talent. We've seen him play too well over the last couple of years for him to to be just totally out on Anthony.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm not signing – I'm not writing him off. I just – I think I just was – it's more, if anything, I was just like – you know, he's getting a lot of praise and, and you know, kudos to him for his interception, but but we should be clear, I don't think he's been playing very good football as of late. You know, I, I I'm not I'm not like trying to cut him or anything. I'd love to have him back. I like Anthony Brown. Uh mm-hmm. I just was pointing out that you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes you know interceptions are single plays right and, and it, it's it's sort of like uh judging an offensive lineman on 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 a sack on one sack they gave up right instead of looking sure. at the the majority of plays so uh I just feel like when you watch Brown snap to snap uh he's he's not quite up to his normal standard uh he got a great pick and that's fantastic but I I, I still think that there's he's leaving more to be desired I think you know next year will be much more of a bounce back year I would imagine.
1: Yeah, he's giving up a passer rating of about one seventeen this year. Uh, not great. No. Not 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 good at all. No. So, um, all right, let's get to another question. This one from Matt. Uh, do you guys still think McCarthy is the right person for the head coaching job after this year? We're fourteen games through the season. Uh, the Cowboys are at five and nine. Uh, they have played better over the last couple of weeks. But what is your take on McCarthy so far, Landon?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have a, a problem with McCarthy. Like you know, I mean, I, I again, uh, I mean, making me kind of keep going over this and over this, but it's like hmm. this season is such a it's such a terrible sample, right? It's such a terrible yeah. sample size of of anything, and, and and to like try to glean anything, you know, useful out of this sample size for how this coaching staff is going to coach this team, I think is, I think is kind of foolish, and and, it, and really, what it ultimately will do is. A lot of teams are going to make you know, major decisions based on the information uh, in the sample size of the season. And I think it's going to be a mistake because I, I, I don't know that like judging a coaching staff's ability to navigate a global pandemic in the year 2020 uh, is actually a good measuring stick for how a coach in a regular season will coach his team. You know, I, I don't know. I think that there's something to be said. I think people will say, "Well, it's 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 uh you know it's it's facing adversity and it's it's overcoming uh, you know uh, the, 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 the trials and tribulations of, of the football season." Give me a break. You know, this is, this is so yeah. much more than that. This is a season that if anybody sane was running the league, we wouldn't even be having this season. So <laughs> if you want to talk about strong leadership or good decision-making, uh, it needs to change at the top of the league. So uh, to me, I, I think that it's more important that we get a good evaluation of what this coaching staff and and, and specifically what this head coach can do navigating a team in, in much more – You know, normal scenario, and and I again, I think NFL people will balk at normal season, but I think we can, I think we can establish the COVID versus non COVID seasons as a a pretty strong line of demarcation of what is normal and not normal. So I I I say there's in no doubt in my mind that they should give McCarthy another season, and 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 really the only reason that I I think that you would not be giving someone like Nolan another season is because the hard feelings there may be you know uh, unfixable there may be relationship problems there as opposed to Nolan actually getting a fair shot Uh, you know look I I think a lot of other defensive quarters did more with with this offseason and less I think Nolan got uh, thrown at an an unfortunate bone and uh, and and got dealt a bad situation Uh, but again I, I definitely still understand the idea that bridges can be burned the 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 earth can be salted at a certain point if 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 there's just too much not seeing eye to eye with the coaches and the players so if that has to happen that has to happen i just don't know that sure it's it's being done in uh good coaching yeah, so, um, evaluation i want to ask you about or not, just, i want to go really through this this is not the best way to judge
1: a head coach and i i get that but i'm, I'm gonna do it anyways over the last couple weeks, we've seen the Cowboys with Andy Dalton, with no Ezekiel Elliott, this there week, we go. <laughs> however much that matters. So, the bad offensive line, by the way, check out Braden Knight's grade from Pro Football Focus this week. You're going to laugh. Um, with all those things going on, the Cowboys have three games over the last six games where they've scored at least 30 points 31 against Minnesota, 30 against Cincinnati, 41 against San Francisco. Again, does that mean you're a good head coach? No. But go look at what Jason Garrett did during his career when he had backup quarterbacks. In 2015, uh, they had four games all season where they scored over 20 points. Four games. And we're seeing McCarthy and Callum Moore at least be able to get this offense functioning at a pretty decent level for the most part. Uh, and even against, like, Washington on Thanksgiving, the, the offense played pretty well all things considering. So I know they need a lot of work on the defense and they will do their best to fix it this offseason. I just think Mike McCarthy has done a pretty good job at making this team competitive when they really have absolutely no reason to be in some of these games. So uh, I- I'm still, I don't know if he's going to be a fantastic coach. I, I don't know if he's going to be ultimately the guy that gets the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. But considering how everything has played out this year, I'm actually encouraged with what I've seen from McCarthy so far. All right, let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. And right now, you get a free cooler with an order of a new box, only while supplies last. Again, that is BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL draft. Check out mock draft Monday on the locked on NFL draft podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
1: All right, Lena, before we head out, I do want to talk about the offensive line from this game. Uh, unfortunately we don't get to spend a ton of time on this game because of the shortened week. Um, but tell me, how do you think this Cowboys offensive line played after you went back and watched the L-22? You
3: know, I, 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 I got to throw this out here because I think, uh, you know, we were all part of a conversation that we had uh, with uh, two, two friends of the show, Joey Ikes and, and John Owning, uh, about Connor Williams versus Connor McGovern, right? Um, and mm-hmm. I thought that the the previous two weeks that Connor Williams had not played his best football, and and... And I think that, I that yes. Connor McGovern uh, had kind of cl- not closed the gap, but I thought that it was to the point where there should be a healthy competition going into next season, right? Connor Williams, this game showed me exactly why I was wrong, and and, and I guess the reason I pointed it out is John owning, you know, I guess correctly now, and I and I want to give him credit here, uh, pointed out that that there is still some some significant daylight between Connor Williams and and, and Connor McGovern, and and I think that that's I was saying that as much, but I, I think John was making the point that the gap is a little bit further than I was suggesting, and, and I think this game, to me, proved John to be correct. I think yeah, this, this game yeah, was really yeah. one of Connor Williams's best games. Uh, I, I think the thing with Williams versus McGovern is when you watch the two of them, I think they have similar builds, you know, so I I think probably similar. I wouldn't be surprised if they had similar weight room strength to be honest. I think the big difference between the two and you can and you can tell just watching the, the, the their body styles is that Connor Williams plays with so much better pad level, right? And 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 his flexibility and his, yeah, flexibility yeah, yeah. And his uh, uh uh his his flexibility it, it unlocks his play strength in a way that it doesn't it with
1: Connor McGovern, well, you know. To- to be fair, though, Connor Williams, and this is why Connor Williams is better, he has a lot more yep. experience. He's just played a lot more. He played a ton of Texas. Uh, he's played a ton early in his career. You know, the Cowboys made him a day-one starter when they drafted him, where McGovern's been out for a year, and he's missed time at Penn State. You know what I mean? It's just it's one of these things where Williams is just taking I a think, lot more you know, snaps.
3: I, I honestly think that, you know, if, McGo- if McGovern could go into the offseason and focus on getting more flexible, focus on getting his uh, hips and his knees knees uh, and his ankles just a little bit more flexible, maybe, whether it's yoga or stretching or whatever it is, I think it, what he's going to find is that he's going to unlock his power a lot more. You know, And I and I think the area that they both are struggling with still, but McGovern definitely more than Williams, is sustaining blocks on the move right like when when, when they're mm-hmm. in wide zone or they're trying to get to the second level and they've got uh, they're engaged with somebody it takes a lot of core strength it takes a lot of of, of just a lot of power to maintain uh, uh, you know, physical blows you're taking blows from a defensive tackle a defensive end uh, to, to maintain balance and all that is is really difficult and to maintain a low center of gravity uh, it requires flexibility and if you look at the way you know they even just in their stance. Williams is down low in his stance. McGovern is kind of up a little, just looks stiff mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think that if McGovern can figure out how to unlock his core strength a little bit more, a little bit more flexibility, that'll create a lower center of grav- gravity. That'll help with his pad level. Then we could start talking about, uh, uh, you know, maybe a, a competition there. But as long as Williams can continue to play, uh, more like he did this week than, than maybe in the last few weeks. Uh, I, I think that Williams is still, you know, pretty a step or two away from where Connor McGovern is at yeah. this point. And, and next year, we're going to see a, a, a return to probably what we would have seen at the beginning of this year, where Williams is your left guard and Martin is your right guard.
1: Yeah, I thought Connor Williams, I mean, I think so far this year, he has had a couple games in there that were a little rough. The Baltimore game wasn't great the washington game he struggled those are two really good defensive lines but i thought he's improved so much yeah. from last year he's just way more consistent from a snap it was to snap really basis.
3: it was really up and down early you know and i think i think part of that yeah, was because of of all the injuries that were happening the offensive line all the different people he was playing with and you know he was still recovering from his injury you know so i mean he was of still course, very yeah, early in his recovery from his injury to be honest so uh
1: Well, and also think about all the changes that happened next to him, right? He had Tyron Smith played in week one, and then he was out, and then he was back in. And then they were rotating between Brandon Knight and Cam Irving. And then next to him on the right side, he has this, you know, Joe Looney starts the season. He gets hurt. Now it's a rookie, Tyler Biotis. Now it's back to Joe Looney. And, oh, yeah, your quarterback gets gets hurt as well. So it's just... It's just crazy how everything is played out. I this think year for, him. for
3: me uh, to kind of just continue along the conversation, I thought that Looney played uh, one of his better games. I mean, I, I was actually a little bit surprised by how Looney played, uh, and, and I, I don't know that I'm still not ready to have Biadish come back and play next week if, no, if he's no. fully healthy to do it. But, but, yeah, but I think Biotish. that Looney played better than I anticipated. Uh, Terrence Steele is just. I don't. I don't even know what to do with Terrence Steele anymore. You know, I, I think obviously they need to have a whole off season of reworking technique and 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 just kind of again. Here's another player that is really struggling with playing with with bad pad level. Right, it's just like constantly playing too tall and too high. He's getting knocked off the the off knocked to the ground by guys, and it's just. It's been ugly. And Brandon Knight, I mean, Brandon Knight just doesn't look, he doesn't look healthy. healthy. You know, it's just like he can move. And I think that's why he's out there starting every week. But anytime he has to engage on that knee uh, or try to push, like he just doesn't have any power there
1: i think he's playing because the cowboys have literally yeah, no other i, I totally agree and right. i think
3: he's gutting it out and i i mean that's who brandon knight is, is That he doesn't care if his tape yep. is bad as if he's helping the team he's gonna do it and that's that's one of the reasons i really like the kid but uh yeah I, I i i think he's just he's he's a shell of himself right now he's trying to just make it through the best he can uh and he's playing left tackle in the nfl while doing that and i mean that's admirable to sure. be honest
1: yeah, and playing against yeah. some really good okay. defensive lines over the last couple of weeks. I mean, you know, Washington, Baltimore, even Cincinnati with Carl Lawson and uh, San Francisco. We know they, they've got some guys up there with Armstead, and I know Kinlaw's a defensive tackle, but a lot, just a lot of really good Tough guys. Tough battle, but,
3: right? I mean, that's I mean, trying, to, trying to take uh, yeah. a reach block yeah. against Kinlaw is just like, woof.
1: that's brutal. Yeah, I um uh, but yeah, I think again Connor Williams, one yeah. of the bright spots. You know, seeing him develop and I think next year he might be your worst offensive lineman again. Maybe not, maybe it'll be Beatish, but if he's your fourth or fifth best offensive lineman, uh, I think you're doing pretty well. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.